What's up, everybody? Pat Flynn here, and welcome to episode 400 of Ask Pat. Thank you so much for joining me today. As always, I'm here to help you by answering your online business questions five days a week, and this is actually a very special episode, not just because it's 400, but because we're doing something different today to answer your questions. And actually, right now, I'm literally looking at a screen with over 170 people in it. This is Periscope. I'm live on Periscope recording this right now. Everybody's watching behind the scenes, and I would love for you to get on Periscope and follow me. If you go and check out Periscope, you can download the app on your Android or iOS device. You can follow me at Pat Flynn, and when I go live, and I go live once or twice a day, you can see me live and interact and, and, and ask questions, which is exactly what we're doing right now. So we got a lot of people in the room right now. Go, Pat. Woo, this is cool. So for those of you listening right now, what I'm actually doing is broadcasting this live from my home office. Everybody's watching, everybody's interacting, and what's gonna happen is I'm gonna ask the audience who's watching live questions, and I'm gonna do my best to answer them as fast as I can. We're gonna go for about 15 to 20 minutes here, and there's probably gonna be hundreds of questions. I'm not gonna get to all of them, but I'm gonna try my best, and so we're gonna go lightning round here. There's not one specific question. Um, there may be questions that have already been answered that I answer again, but again, this is a way for me to just thank you all for listening. Thank you all for watching who are watching live on Periscope right now. And also for those of you who don't know that I'm on Periscope, go ahead and check me out. We have a lot of fun. All right. So before we get to that episode, I do want to thank today's sponsors. First up is lynda.com, L-Y-N-D-A.com with over 3,000 on-demand video courses to help you strengthen your business, tech, and creative skills. You can actually get a free 10-day trial right now if you go to lynda.com slash askpat. That's L-Y-N-D-A.com slash askpat. Actually, I know a couple members of my team who use it religiously, and I've used it myself to do some uh, tutorials on Photoshop and tutorials for my DSLR camera, too. It's very handy. Again, lynda.com slash askpat. All right, let's get to today's Questions. So right now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask the Periscope audience, what questions do you have? So I'm going to pull the screen closer here and do what I can to answer as many questions as I can. And again, this is this is what I do. I like to experiment and see what happens. So Trumpet Lessons says, why so late at night? And again, for those watching, there's going to be a lot of questions. I'm sure I'm going to try to answer these as quick as I can. Why am I doing this so late at night? Because I, I, I am better at recording this particular episode after the kids go to bed on a Sunday night, and that's exactly why I do it. I try to really get scheduled and block out my time for certain things. I do a lot of things in the morning, writing, that sort of thing. This particular episode, or the, this particular show, I record at night. So thank you for that question. Woo, that was a lot. Of, that was a lot. I just missed like 40 questions. Again, I apologize. So you guys are gonna have to get a little bit uh, lucky here. Strategies for calming down before speaking from Hale, I believe. Um, I do a number of things because I get super nervous before I before I go and speak on stage. So before I speak, I do some breathing exercises. I get a lot of water. I don't eat anything. I've found that every time I eat something before I speak, I get burpy and airy, and it just doesn't sound good on a microphone. You know what I'm saying? I also walk around a bit. And I just go through the intro of my my spick, my steel, my stick, or my presentation as much as possible, just to get comfortable with the intro. Because once you get over the intro, then you're kind of you're kind of in the zone. So if you've rehearsed enough, it's just getting over those first few minutes, right? It's just like starting a conversation. One of the easiest things to do is have a conversation, but one of the the easiest, the hardest things to do is start that conversation. So what you do is you just work on the start, and the rest will follow. Great question, thank you. All right. 
what's my favorite bird? My favorite bird is probably a cardinal. I love the red and the black and that, that whole thing. What do you do to keep your energy levels up? I make sure that I know when I'm energized. I'm very focused and conscious on when I have energy and when I don't. And so I also know the things that I do to give me energy and the things that I do to not give me energy or drain my energy. The Miracle Morning Routine has been huge. Meditation has been huge. Exercise and diet has been huge as well. But also, here's one productivity tip that you might not have heard of before. I haven't mentioned it. Actually, I think I mentioned it in a podcast episode or something, but it is wash the dishes. That might sound really weird for the, for everybody listening to this, especially the wives out there. You might love this. You can get your husbands to become productive by washing the dishes and say, Pat said that. Actually, they're probably going to come and hate me now, but it, it works. I wash the dishes before I get to work for a number of reasons. One, it's mindless. So during that time, I can just think about what I'm about to do so that when I go and do whatever it is I'm about to do, I can just get right into it without having to use that time when I go to do what I want to do to think about what I'm going to do. That was a lot of to-dos, but if you Rewind that and play that, play, play that back slowly. It's going to uh, make sense. But also what happens is you actually accomplish something. So when you finish the dishes, you feel completely accomplished. Something's done. Your wife or your partner is happy, and you can go and move on. So wash the dishes. Trust me. I truly believe that that's one of the – you know something like washing the dishes, vacuuming, something like that is, is, very, is very good. Uh, Ethan asks, do I believe in failure? Yes, and I encourage it. I don't want you to fail. I don't think we should all strive to fail, of course, but we should welcome failure. Failure is an incredible tool because it teaches us what not to do next. If I can only use one as a content creator, Periscope or YouTube says walk away 50K, which one would I use? I would use Periscope. I like it because, I mean, it, it is the in thing right now, and unfortunately, there's no way to search for Periscopes. The Periscopes that are recorded kind of die after 24 hours unless you record them yourselves. But I like the interaction. I think for 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 first-time audience builders, if you are starting from scratch, I think Periscope is a great way to introduce yourself to people and get to know them. That, that one-on-one interaction is huge, which you can't necessarily get on YouTube. But I feel like you still need to take people from Periscope somewhere, and hopefully that would be back to a website. But I can see people taking people from Periscope to YouTube and YouTube is great because that's where you build a lot more authority. That's where you have search engine optimization and that's where people can find you through search. People can't find you through search on Periscope, at least at this time. Okay, what is my best advice to get a lot of fast exposure on the net? Says Max Ryan Coach. Number one piece of advice I can give you is Max Ryan Coach, connect with other influencers. The relationship building, meeting people, helping other people out who have the same target audience as you, it's going to give you that 80 20, that 80% of the results for 20% of the work. A lot of people try from scratch and build content and you know they, they think if you build it, they will come. Well, that's kind of halfway true. You have to build it and they will come only if they find you. So you have to really find where that audience exists and there's no better way than to get somebody who an audience already trusts to recommend you. So um, you know, guest posts and, and, and just creating amazing content that other people will, will link to. Uh, let's see. How do I find podcast sponsors said Jono? Um, and how do I agree on a payment? Well, it's it's on a case by case basis, but essentially, um, you know, you, you, once you start to build a big audience, you'll start to see some podcast sponsors potentially want to sponsor you. But you can also reach out. I've reached out to a number of companies that I that I've used before, and I've started with the ones that I knew had sponsored other shows. Actually, I listened to Startup with Alex Bloomberg, and I I saw that Slack. I believe, I think it was that show. But anyway, Slack, a tool I use, a communication tool I use heavily, quite quite heavily in my team, uh, they sponsored that show. And I was like, hey, I use you guys. I love you guys. I reached out to them, told them I had a podcast, gave them my numbers, my downloads, which is essentially how many people listen to this, to an episode on average after six weeks. I also gave them my demographics and told them what the price was. Typically, it's anywhere between 25 and $43 CPM, which is cost per 
thousand listens and you can do the math from there and also you're going to have to kind of use your negotiation skills it's pretty fun actually although it could be very scary for some people as well to actually have a real business conversation with somebody in that way where you're actually talking to somebody's voice and you know wheeling and dealing and that sort of thing so it's uh it's, it's a lot of fun but that that's how i would go about it would i start two online businesses at the same time or different niches says destiny i think her name is uh i would only start one thing at a time uh this is something i said to my son very recently because he struggles with trying to do too much at once kind of like all of us entrepreneurs i mean i could see him growing up to be an entrepreneur just like us but he struggles with trying to do too many things at once and when you tell him to do something faster maybe we're late or something and he's putting on his shoes and socks and you know we're late and we go but go faster he tries to put both socks on at the same time and both shoes on at the same time. And he like scrambles all around and you know what? He gets nothing done and he just wastes more time. And I say, hey, but how do you put on your socks? One sock at a time. So when you are doing something, whatever it is, do one thing at a time. Then when you master that one thing or at least get to a point where you're comfortable putting your, quote, sock on, then you can put on that next sock. So I'm putting up a, an image of a book here that I have right here in front of my computer called The One Thing by Jay Papasan and Gary Keller, which I have right in front of me to remind me daily to focus on one thing. Now, with that said, you can get super narrowly focused with that one thing too. So just because it's one thing doesn't mean it's as focused as it should be. So that's a whole other conversation we can have as well. Um, Pat, besides eBooks, what other items do I sell to produce revenue? This is by Ryan Schuf. Uh, he asks this question, and I answer. <laughs> that was just my way of stalling there. Besides eBooks, there's a number of different ways you can earn an income online. I mean, we can talk. We already talked about sponsorships for podcasts. You can also do paid posts or review posts for other companies. A lot of people in the mom blog space do that very well, actually, and make quite a bit of money by talking about a product and you know, that company pays that person to do that. You can also talk about a product, recommend it, share it with your audience and earn an affiliate commission. That's how I earn a generous chunk of my change from smartpassiveincome.com is through affiliate marketing as well, where you take a product, hopefully that you've used, that you like, that you love, and you share it with your audience because you know they will like and love it as well. And, you know, they win because they, they get a product they like, they go through your link, so you get a commission on the top of that. And also, the company wins because they get a new new customer. So, you know, that's a great way to provide value, generate an income, and uh, do it without actually spending the time to create a product. Obviously, you can create your own information products. You can do what a lot of people do, are doing now and utilizing Amazon as a fulfillment service by actually creating and manufacturing real products. There are so many ways to do it. You can do coaching. You can do consulting. You can do freelancing. You can do apps. You can do web apps. You can do SaaS products. You can do dances and get paid for it. And literally, you could do that by putting yourself on YouTube, which a lot of people have become famous doing that. Not just dances, but there's a guy that comes to mind. His name is Evan at EvanTube. And Evan is somebody who my son loves because he actually films himself or his dad films him. He's literally 10 years old right now, I believe. He gets filmed and posts videos of himself building Lego sets. Building Lego sets. And he has millions of viewers. I mean millions of subscribers. And uh, he's killing it now. So that's awesome. So there's a lot of things you can do as long as you're providing value in some way, shape, or form, whether through inspiration, through education, or uh, entertainment as well. Uh, what was my most recent big aha moment? This is uh, a question from Kimra, who you will get to hear very soon on the SPA podcast. She's amazing and, and crushing it online right now. My latest aha moment, that is a fantastic question. My latest aha moment um, was, oh uh, gosh, um, let's see. Trying to think here. I want to say Periscope, but that's kind of a cop-out answer just because that's the hot thing right now, so I don't want to say that. Um, my biggest aha moment 
was actually just fairly recently, actually, actually just today. I was talking to Chris Ducker because I'm working on my presentation for Podcast Movement 2015, which is next week, actually. Very excited. Hope hope to see you there or have seen you there if you're listening to this uh, when it comes out. For those of you watching on Periscope, I hope to see you there at, at Podcast Movement, if not maybe in a recording or something later. But I'm working on the opening keynote presentation, and I'm doing some stuff that I've never done before. And and, and Chris said something to me earlier today, literally just a couple hours, hours ago. So this is my last uh, aha moment. But he said, you got to put more of you in your presentation, man. You know, I was getting a little bit worried because it's a keynote. It's it's one of those super special presentations. It starts the whole show. I could ruin the entire thing for everybody because I just start off on the right foot, right? But the biggest thing is and, – and, and this is what Chris is all about and why I love Chris and Duckerscope because he does this very well. He puts a lot of you in his brand. If you guys are watching this on Periscope Agree, if you watch Duckerscope and you know that Chris puts him in his brand and is not afraid to do that, type yes. And uh, I would love to see those come in. Uh, but yeah, I mean, he, he said, dude, you got to put more of you in your brand. People love you because you're you. Here are all the yeses streaming in now, and that just proves it. If you are you, you are original. Nobody is like you. You got you to gotta, you gotta take advantage of that. And, and it was really nice to be reminded of that despite me being worried about the keynote and, and trying to be something maybe I wasn't just because it was kind of a bigger deal. you know. And I just got to be me. I crushed a few other presentations because I was me the last one I did at New Media Expo in Las Vegas. It was completely me. Some of you were there. I mean uh, the savvy YP right now says NMX presentation was so damn cool. That was the one where I had the DeLorean. I actually was sitting in a real DeLorean and – rode up to the stage in it, and that is totally me. I totally geeked out on that, and yes, that was a little bit selfish because I wanted to do it, but also I knew it was very relevant to the content in the presentation, and it was a keynote. It was, a, I think, the closing keynote or one of the – it was in the middle of the, uh, of the conference, but it made a difference. People remember it. People are still talking about it today, so thank you for that question, Kimra, and I look forward to featuring you on the SPI podcast. Uh, let's see. Any more questions coming in? This is great. We are 13 minutes into the episode. We're going to sit here for seven more minutes. This is going to be about 20 minutes. Reading these comments is awesome. So for those of you listening, you can see that on Periscope. People are connecting with each other. The whole time as I'm answering these questions, I'm kind of scrolling through the questions here and seeing everybody talk to each other. You can at reply people. You can follow people, and you can get to know other people here as well. So this is more than just kind of a, a stream or a live stream or something like that. This is something that's incredible because when you think about it, you have a phone, and it's going from your phone. So you could – I mean I'm in my office now, and most people who in the past have done live streams have been in their office, right, on the little webcam on top of your computer. But this is something you could take anywhere. I've watched scopes of people walking through the Eiffel Tower and at the top of the Statue of Liberty, and oh my gosh, it's so amazing. So you can give a lot of crazy uh, value to people by just sharing people a little bit about your life. But anyway, sorry, I looked away from the screen, so I missed uh, any questions that came in. Uh, I'm – just going to ramble here. Who are my mentors? This is a great question. So I have a few mentors that I've had over time. I, I've, I've never had, quote, an official mentor, somebody who I've been like, hey, excuse me, I love what you do. Would you please mentor me and, and fo focus on me for a while and help me through these stages of my business or my life? I've never had an official mentor, although I would love one someday, and, and, and I, I really do feel like that would be very valuable. But I've sort of in my head created these in unofficial mentors, these people who I've really looked up to, who I'm passionate about learning from and about. Uh, the, the big one that comes to mind right now is Elon Musk. He's a big inspiration to me and a mentor in his brain, the way his brain works. It, he, like, you know, he takes these things that are pretty much impossible and he makes them possible. And uh, you know, he, he's the guy who owns SolarCity and Tesla and uh, SpaceX and, and, and just what he's done with those programs, how he's built those businesses, almost getting bankrupt from them too, has, has been – just an incredible inspiration in the way that his brain is able to just take these things that are 
in most people's eyes impossible and make them possible. It, it, I, I want that kind of brain. I, I, there's there's some things I want to do in this world, right? right? Then, and some of those things may seem impossible, but I want them to happen. And so Elon Musk, E-L-O-N. M-U-S-K, and there's a biography about him that is really inspirational. There's some things about his personality that I don't necessarily agree with, but you know he's got a, he's a businessman, and that's how he's gotten things done. So I completely understand his actions, but I, I am not – you'll have to read the book to, to check out more about that. There's also some other people like Tim Ferriss, and then I have, of course, Jeremy and Jason from Internet Business Mastery who were my first mentors who uh, you know really helped me out when I was first starting out back in 2008. There's also Darren Rouse from problogger.net as well. And uh, Chris Tucker is is a mentor to me as well. I, I feel that way, even though you know a lot of you say, "Oh, you guys have a bromance and you guys are buds." And yes, we're buds. But you know, he's a much more experienced businessman than I am. He has that uh, hardcore salesman type of, of of knowledge and no BS kind of uh, you know uh, attitude, which I love. And I and I need to hear his his advice. I need to hear his realness from time to time because I get so much. Uh, you know, I I kind of get jaded some sometimes. I may, I might. You know, be too nice sometimes. I don't know. Do you guys agree? Uh, thank you guys for for watching this on Periscope again. I appreciate that. We're going to stay on for another three minutes here, and again, we're going to answer as many questions as we can within that three minutes. I know I missed a bunch, but again, thank you so much. Hope you guys listening to this are having fun and can keep up with how fast I'm talking. Maybe you can play this at half speed if it is going by too fast. Uh, but embody your soul says. How long has Pat been doing his biz? Do you guys know? Oh, uh, I've been doing my business since 2008. That was when I got laid off from architecture. Then I started greenexamacademy.com, helping people pass an exam in the architecture business. And then I started smartpassiveincome.com. I actually, fun fact, started a number of other different websites that didn't do very well or failed. The first one I started after greenexamacademy.com, actually before smartpassiveincome.com, was a site that I wanted to start with my fiance, my uh, April, my wife right now. And uh, you know, it was because that other, other site did very well. She was, saw what was going on. I was like, hey, maybe we can do this one together. And that site was called A Couple of Thoughts. Dot com. There's a big lesson here at the end of this, so so stay tuned. So it's called a couple of thoughts.com. And the, the idea was that every day there was going to be a theme that couples had to deal with or something that couples could talk about and discuss. And on the left side of the question, or left side of the front page, it would be, you know, the guy's point of view. On the right side of the page, it would be the woman's side of the view or April's view. And then we would kind of clash and, you know, she's very witty and she's a good writer. And so she, you know, go we would go back and forth. And then we set up the website. I literally paid like five hundred bucks on somebody to, to somebody on Elance to set up a website. We got the domain, all that stuff. And then all of a sudden, you know, we're ready to start writing. We start writing. And then within that first post that we had to, to write, I mean, the theme was literally custom with the left and right side and that so th- that that sort of thing. And uh, we literally had a fight that first post where it was just ridiculous and we didn't even finish. And so what we what we discovered was this was a terrible idea, absolutely terrible idea. And so the <laughs> everybody is laughing right now. So 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 the big lesson here is, you know, and a lot of us do this, right? We we, we get this idea, right? And we and we you know, we, we want the business cards and we build the website and we make it fancy. We get the letterhead and we go on 99designs and get the URL and all this stuff. But then you start and get down to really what that site's going to be about or what that business is about or what that product you're going to create is. And you either can't figure it out or it's just a half, it's a halfway thought or you start writing and then you get in a fight with your significant other and then you don't talk to each other for two days. And then you realize that that was a dumb idea in the first place. And if you had just thought ahead – and tried a little bit of what the site was actually going to be about. If we had written first, I mean, maybe we would have gotten into a fight, but at least I wouldn't have lost 500 bucks, and we would have figured it out earlier, and then I could have moved on and dedicated more time to other businesses as well. So that's my little story there. Big lesson, you know, 
don't worry about the business cards. Worry about the business first. That actually reminds me, in high school, my friends and I, we all, for whatever reason, thought it was cool to print business cards with our name on them, talked about what our hobbies were, and it looked very official. And it was like, I don't know if you guys did that. I, I think it was so weird that we did that. But we had these literal, literally business cards in our wallets that we would hand out. And yeah, some people here in, on Periscope had did this, have done the same thing. And uh, you know, they looked very professional. And I don't know what the heck they were for. We didn't have a business, but we just built those those cards. And we, we paid you know 30 bucks or something for X number of copies. But the thing is, like, well, there were there was no point. There was no business. It was just it was just a facade. It was just to look cool. And then, but I, I don't know if somebody tried to hire us for something, we wouldn't know what to do. I don't know. Anyway, worry about the business, not the business cards. Business card first. How do I keep motivated and working on bad days? Okay, this will be the final question again. Thank you for this. Um, so this is from Rich, I believe. I missed the I missed the um, the handle there on on Periscope. I apologize. But how do I keep motivated on a bad day? And so this is this is a great question and, and hopefully one that will inspire you because what I do is I think about my next step and that helps often because sometimes I get overwhelmed. And when I'm overwhelmed, I don't want to work because I can just see that that road is so long. But if I look at the next exit, it's a little bit easier to get there. And so I just kind of focus on that one thing. Again, this theme of this one thing throughout many of these periscopes that I've been doing, um, it, it's very, very important to do that. That helps a lot, actually, just clearing out the clutter and just focusing on that next exit. The next thing I do is I think about why I want to do that thing in the first place. And, and oftentimes we forget this, right? We work so hard, whether it's a nine to five or on our business or whatever, we work so hard. We put time, effort, we put sweat into what we do, but we often forget why. And when we forget why and we're putting in all that sweat equity, we often have that disconnect and don't want to do it anymore. And then you have to think about why it is that we're doing what we're doing. And if you think about that and you see that what it is that you're doing does actually not align with what your why is, then you're going to be like, well, why am I doing this in the first place? And then you can cut out that thing and not do it, which would be really helpful. Or you can remember why you do it and keep moving forward. Now, the final thing that I do is actually I look back here and I'm and by back here, I mean, for those of you watching on Periscope, I'm pointing at the back of my room right now. For those of you listening right now, I have a five foot by five foot board in the back of my room that is full of thank you notes and thank you letters from people who have helped. And, uh, you know, these are handwritten letters too. And I, and I, I keep all the thank yous that I get in a special folder in my inbox as well. And this helps me realize that I actually have an effect on people's lives. And I forget that all the time. I, I forget that a lot actually. But when I'm struggling, when I just cannot finish the thing that I'm doing, but I know it's helpful, I look back and say, wow, if I don't do this, who am I not helping? Who am I letting down? And again, I have to realize that this business and the work that I do is not about me. This is about other people. Wow, did I show the light back there? Yeah. So I have a big LED light for that I use when Caleb comes over for, for shooting video. And I put it on just to kind of back backlit me. Um, but it's huge. It's a five foot by five foot uh, with all different kinds of things. And I'll show you guys on Periscope later after we after we hang up here on the on the um, recording. But it's the recording's going very well. We're at 22 minutes. I'm just going to finish up this final thought. Now, I go in there and I just literally read one of them and it, it, it gets me back to work. Uh, sometimes it is because I'm working too hard and for too long. So sometimes I'll just take a break turn my computer off, literally turn it off so it takes me a while to turn back on and I don't just jump back into it and I go outside for a walk or I go and play with Gizmo, my dog or the kids or I go and have a drink of water or I'll go play the piano, uh, play the ukulele, whatever. I just kind of get my mind off of things. The other day to kind of keep my mind off of the work that I was doing, I was working hard on my keynote presentation. I found a video on YouTube about pop and locking 
for pop, for those of you who don't know, pop and locking is a way to dance. It's like an old school 70s uh, dance, and there was a tutorial on how to do certain moves, and I just spent the next 15, 20 minutes focusing on that, and it was really fun and, and, and interesting and, and challenging, but it totally got my mind off of what I was doing. And uh, then after I was done with that, after I saw how bad I was, but maybe you got a few few of it, uh, I went back to work and, and got things done. So. Great questions, guys. Thank you so much. I apologize for not being able to get to all of them. For those of you who are listening to this right now, I hope you can see just how cool Periscope is. And although you can't see, I hope you can hear how cool Periscope is. And we got 132 people still on uh, who are just amazing and who are uh, giving you guys a shout out. So to finish off these episodes, I usually, for those of you watching on Periscope, I usually have quotes. I say a quote, and you've heard me say them at the end of every episode. I'm going to call out some people who have quotes to share. So for those of you on Periscope, if you have a quote to share, I'm going to do my best to uh, share a few of them. For those of you watching, I appreciate you so much, but I'm just going to end with these quotes here. I'm going to also end with another sponsor as well in just a second. Um, but uh, all, all I'm seeing is we're glued, Pat, uh, and awesome Periscope. Uh, th- this is super cool. One of the cool things about Periscope as well is you get that immediate sort of feedback from from what it is that you're doing. And actually what I do is I go and watch these later, and I see when people tap the screen for hearts, and that shows me what uh, what – uh, get in my kitchen says peace, love, and bacon grease. Love that. Dreams don't work unless you do. Uh, oh gosh. Uh, Sashenka says stop focusing on business cards, focus on the business. Hey, that was mine. Uh, Cash Life Mastery says show up every day. Rick J. Peterson says go to bed smarter than you woke up. I love that one. BPH says we learn from mistakes, so one is not enough. Oh, that's so good. Uh, mentors in life are so important. Choose them wisely, says the Norpicker. I believe that was the name. Create more than you consume, says Taliana, I think. Uh, Vir- Virginie Duval says, trust your own power. Absolutely. Unclutter Now says, work smarter, not harder. Amen, sister. That's what I'm talking about. You're not necessarily sister. Sorry, I said that. Uh, Richard All says, high five life for sure. Uh, let's see. Dynamic Living says, be yourself. Therein lies your, I lost it. Uh, live Your Balance says, because do you have. Ethan says, I would rather live a life full of oh wells than a life full of what ifs. Ethan, thank you for that. So that is a Pat Flynn original. I would rather live a life full of oh wells than a life full of what ifs. And, uh, you know, this episode of Ask Pat was totally brand new, something different. And, uh, you know, I, it, the, idea, the idea came across my head and I said, you know what? I would hate not to do this. So I'd rather live with the oh wells if this didn't work out than the what ifs. And thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate you listening to the episode, this 400th episode of Ask Pat. And of course, thank you to everybody who's watching on Periscope right now. I also want to give a shout out to another sponsor by HubSpot, actually. Not HubSpot, but a really cool tool by HubSpot called Sidekick. So if you go to getsidekick.com slash pat, you can go ahead and check it out. It's free. So getsidekick.com slash pat. Um, with Sidekick, and I actually use this, and I use it every single day now in my email. You can get powerful contact insights right in your inbox that seamlessly integrates with your email so that you can receive live notifications when somebody opens and clicks on your emails and schedules them to be sent when you're offline. So go and get sidekick.com slash pat. Get sidekick.com slash pat. Actually, seriously, this is a really cool tool. I use it especially for really important emails that I want to make sure somebody opens. So again, go to getsidekick.com slash pat to check it out. Getsidekick.com slash pat. Thank you guys for listening. I appreciate you and I can't wait to serve you in the next episode of Ask Pat. Cheers. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now you might've noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while. And that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show. For now, at least. And this way we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects 
That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, the Smart Passive Income podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.